worship. Here we go. Bless the Lord, oh my ones. Bless the Lord, yes, you heavenly host. Come on. Bless the Lord.
Thank you, Jesus. Sit down for a minute. We'll flush for all of us start running in this house. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. It is so great to be here this morning. So good and value and appreciate the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. There's no other way. Look, you can look at Solomon's writer writings and he'll tell you all the striving and beating after the wind. But there's one thing that we can do that that will capture the heart of God, and that is to seek his face. Amen. He says, seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. That's my heart this morning. I just want to know him and all of his glory. I just want to follow him and know that he is the source of my strength. And he's the peace that passes understanding. Aren't you glad to know him this morning? Man, you guys look great. You just got to turn to somebody and say, you look good this morning. Yeah. And turn to the second choice and tell them they look good too. <laughs> Ushers, would you come? We have a few different elements this morning of service, and, and, and we're excited about every one of these. We're going to be hearing just a brief testimony uh, of how CR has transformed somebody's life uh, because we understand that God uses different ways to see breakthrough happen in our life, to see strongholds come down. And we're going to hear that in just a few moments. But then the youth have prepared an amazing uh, drama that is going along with the service. And I'm just excited, man. I've just, I've been filled this week. I mean, we've had weddings. We've had all kinds of things going on. But the great thing is, is that Jesus is at the center of it all. Amen. I'm, I'm so thankful for your faithfulness. Thank you for being sincere and sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Thank you for being obedient to His Word. You know, there's no better way. I mean, I just thought about this past week of how many lives that we have touched over the last few weeks and who've come and who've, who've been in need and we've been able to say, you know what, because of God's graciousness, because of God's faithfulness, we're able to help you. I have one, one young lady who is a part of our church and their, their cars broke down, their both of their uh, kids were in the hospital, and, and they, they didn't have a way. They never asked for anything. You know, I love the fact that people are humble, and they want to serve God. They don't ask for anything. But at the same time, when the Lord puts you in we have the capability of helping. That's what we do. Amen? And we're able to do that because of what you do by being faithful to God. And I just want to thank you so much for that faithfulness because I want, I want this church to be known for helping people in this community. I want this church to be known as a church that loves the community, that cares for the community, that reaches out. And, and that is your heart, I believe. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for every gift and every giver. I thank you, Jesus, that, that you're the strength of our life, that you care about every one of us, that you're compassionate toward us. And Lord, I, I recognize that we get so caught up in the multiplicities of thoughts that we, that we face every day with emotions of funeral, wedding, celebrations, mourning times. Lord, we get caught up in all of the distractions of, of work, of school, of family. But Lord, I pray that our minds will be intent on knowing you. I pray that whatever singularity that we can have of recognizing that that we could set our face like a flint towards you. 
and know that you capture our hearts. And know that as long as we're walking in you, God, that we will be victorious and we will be overcomers. Bless, honor, strengthen each one of us as we bless and honor your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you'll play something softly while these folks... We're so thankful for Nina and Autumn. Uh, Nina is like the champion for AMCOG. Um, I, I see at I, I see at, uh, at a celebration recovery celebrate recovery event yesterday. Uh, I see a picture up there, and here's the big AMCOG, you know, um, CR po- uh, banner, and along with the other banners, and and you know, I'm like Nina. And we're so thankful for, you know, her promotion of, of CR, but not only CR. Uh, she has a shirt that embarrasses me. It, it says, I have a dire need at AMCOG. <laughs> and my wife and I have pictures on the back. And so um, we're just, you know, great to have a friend, uh, a, a family member who I know is, is praying for us and caring for us. And so you guys... Thank you. So I just want to say before we get started that uh, me and Autumn and a couple more friends of ours that we spend a lot of time with uh, slinging some beans for dreams for the Blunt County recovery part. So 200 bowls, $1,063 raised yesterday. Celebrate recovery from abandonment, rejection, and abuse. Hello, my name is Autumn. Um, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I celebrate recovery from a drug addiction. suffered with addiction, Miss Autumn? Um, I was in active addiction for 16 years of my life. I'm 37 on Tuesday. <laughs> Ooh, almost. So what were some of the stigmas or the labels that were said to you while going through this journey? Um, I was told that, you know, the length of my addiction, that I would never uh, be clean, um, that I wasn't worthy of my four children. Um, 
So what started this journey in your recovery? Um, I had moved to Tennessee back in December of 2017, and I, I came here with intentions to change my life and try to start getting clean, and um, I ended up overdosing in my car with my two children and my niece. And um, so that put me on a path of some jail time. And from there I went to a few different um, rehabilitation centers. And that started this whole process of just, you know, I always knew there was a God. Um, and I knew that life had so much more to offer and I just hadn't found it yet. Um, so. I just started to do what I was told and just trusting the process really. So how long have you been clean now? June 11th will be three years. So, Anna, what does your life look like today? Today, um, I celebrate the fact that I'm free. Um, all four of my children depend on me solely, and we have a home of our own. I work full-time at a great job, and God has blessed me and my family with wonderful women and a church family. What was your greatest inspiration? You know, um, besides my kids, you know, I've, I've always loved my children, even in the worst day of my addiction. Um, but through my journey, I've always, I felt like God has given me little gold nuggets, and that's through other people that are obedient to me. Just like today, I, you know, I'm not big on coming up on stages. I've never spoken in front of a group of people, but God said to go. You're not going for yourself. You're going for somebody else that may be in need. And that's what we're called to do as Christians. And, um, you know, it's not always about drugs and alcohol with CR. It's all inclusive. It's, it's about habits. It's about hurts. It's about hangups. And it's about being able to come to a safe place and walk through that journey with somebody because at the end of the day, we all want somebody to be with us. Um, that's what we, I mean, that's what God 
put us on this earth for was to experience life and life abundantly. And today I have that. Amen. So if you had somebody that's sitting in your table right now and they asked, why should I put 12 steps daddy? Tell them. Um, I would say if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, or you just feel like you need some help with conquering something that you're going through, whatever that may be, um, trust the process, get honest with yourself and somebody else and believe that God can do what he says he can do. Um, it has completely changed my life. It gives me, you know, some boundaries to put up in my life. It's helped me to teach my children that life is going to happen, but at the end of the day, there's these things that we live by, and there's morals and just all-around good stuff to follow, and these steps are like that. They're just simple steps that everybody can do. It's not anybody that's, you know, trying to overcome drug addiction. It's simple steps that just help you live and help other people live and be in that freedom and love one another. And it's good. It's just good. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it looks like. Right. So I'm just giving you here today the evidence of what God does and the miracles that I stand with and sit with. Through the process of Celebrate Recovery and Jesus Christ, God flows. And what she's blessed with, I'm blessed with. And these are relationships that God wants us to have. Amen. And we thank you. Thank you. Thank Nicole. you. Praise the Lord. Well, guess who just graduated from a 12-step? Yeah, super excited, um, and just let me encourage you that, you know, it could be time management, it could be just a simple struggle, or it could be something great that you've been dealing with for a long time. A 12-step is for anybody who with a, with a hurt habit or hang-up, so if you are uh, interested in being one, we'd love to have you a part of those. We're starting a few, a couple, a men's group, another men's 12-step real soon, so be, in, be a, aware of that. Love you guys. Y'all ready? Well, some of you ready. You ready? Let's go.
Jesus. 
just want to speak. That last verse. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there is peace within his presence. I speak Jesus. 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 Jesus.
Just lift your hands where you are right now. Can we proclaim the name above every names? Jesus. Father, we worship you. We thank you, God, that your name is power. Your name, oh God, goes through the arid places of our life and brings refreshing, brings life and hope. And today we thank you, Jesus, that we can proclaim your name. We thank you, God, that we can celebrate who you are as the King of glory, as the King of kings. Lord, we praise you. We honor you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you're in this place this morning. And I pray that every heart is prepared, that every mind is in tune, every ear sensitive to what the Spirit of the Lord would say to us this morning. God, we worship you. We thank you, Jesus. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind. Because I know there is peace. Within his presence, I speak Jesus. Oh, I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets. 
somebody praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord thank you Jesus I don't know about y'all but God is so good isn't it amen amen I'm reminded of a scripture it's John 10 10 for the thief comes to steal kill and destroy but he said I have come that you might have life might have it more abundantly. Come on, somebody. I, I think too many times we're around about, we, we've, we've fallen into the negativism of the world. And we're so busy caught up in the emotions of, of infighting. I mean, when you look at every headline, it's, it's always, you know, so-and-so slammed this one and so-and-so did. I mean, extreme verbiage that tries to arouse us to anger and cause us division and cause us strife. And, and that's not who God's called us to be. Come on, somebody. I mean, when we're constantly speaking the words of death, when we're constantly speaking the words of division, when we're constantly at each other's throats, how can we bring life to a world that's longing for something that we have found ourselves walking the same way in? Come on. Oh, me. Amen. I mean, too, we're too busy trying to figure out what the world's doing. We're too busy being angry. We're too busy being uh, full of animosity and spewing at everything that has happened around us, and, and we don't like it. Look, I don't like what's going on in the world. I'm not happy with all of the, the decisions that's being made. I'm not happy with all those things, but guess what? What can I do more and any more effective than getting on my knees and praying. The Bible says this, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. It didn't say our spewing negativity. It didn't say all of your clamoring after the world or all of your fussing and fighting and infighting with the world is going to make something powerful and impactful. It says the effectual, fervent prayer, 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 prayer is what what gets the heart of God is what transforms our mentality. And he says, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen? I'm looking for some life, people. Amen? I'm looking for some folks who's got some life in them, who has a voice that wants to praise God, with a voice that wants to shout the glory of God, who wants to lift up the name of Jesus. Amen? Who were in there when they're walking down the aisles of their Walmart or the Kmart or whatever is there even the Kmart anyway, walking down the aisles of these places and they see the, the struggle that people are going to, they're able to look and say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that God is good and God is righteous and God is faithful. And, and, and though all of your negativity may might affect me in some way because I'm feeling this sense of, of anger and animosity, but guess what? 
I know somebody who has me grounded. I know somebody that I have found my peace in and found my strength in. And I'm, I'm establishing him. And I know that he has my past laid out before me. For he says, I know the past, right? I've got the steps of the righteous order. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Woo. I don't know what I'm preaching this morning, but we... But I do know this, that Jesus is the king of glory. And he's the king of kings. And you can't go wrong with following him. You can't go wrong with surrendering your life to Jesus. There's no other way. I mean, folks, we have gotten so caught up in the, 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 the chaos. I mean, that is exactly what the enemy wants us to do, is get caught up in the chaos. Because it causes turmoil in us. It causes a, a stress within our within our spirit man, and, and if the enemy can keep us tossed and turned, if you will, if, if he can keep us unsettled, then it, it keeps us from truly focusing in on who he is, right? On what the Lord has in store for us. So we, we have to get our minds settled. Psalms 46. Psalms 46 says this. God is my refuge and my strength, the very present help in the trouble, right? But I love, I love, where it says, be still, come on. Be still and know that I am, verse 10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Uh, the New American Standard Bible says, cease striving and know that I am God. I, I'm just overwhelmed to, to realize when, when we're walking about in life, look, it's been a hard week this week. I had a, you know, we, we've had people who passed away. Sean had to, brother passed away this week down in Florida. One of uh, someone who I would consider a friend, a disciple, a brother in Christ, who was the, the youth pastor at Rio South, Jeremy, passed away this week, 42 years old, heart attack. I mean, it's been an emotional week. And some of you, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm being selfish and I'm saying these things, you know, and, and we all face them. We've all had these turmoils taking place. You go from, from that to Jim Lozier's birthday party. So you go from struggling on the inside with these friendships and relationships and these, you know, things, and you go to a birthday party, and you're like, woo, happy birthday, you know? Then you go from there, you have a wedding rehearsal at, uh, Friday night, and you're cheering on everybody, and you're trying to console those who are working their fingers to the bones, and you know, and, and, and then, then yesterday we had a beautiful wedding for Vicky and Jody. I mean, I'm so happy for them. And, 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 then, and then last night we go hang out with a group of friends, you know, that all of you were invited to. And I didn't see all y'all there. Just my emotional roller coasters. And, and you realize the world, the world wants to get you caught up in emotional roller coasters. And it's so hard because we, we come in and we, we, we want to focus in on God. We want to, to shape our mind to focus, to worship Him. And, 
And so often we're, we're so just up in an uproar. I mean, I, yeah, pastors go through it too. It's a struggle. It's, it's so hard to get focused. It's so hard to settle down. And here God gives us the clear word, be still and know that I'm God. When I, when I think of the word be still, it, it, it kind of helps me understand something because the, the word is almost like cease striving, be calm. And, and I'm reminded that, that Mary was out there. She was so busy doing, so busy trying to make sure that everyone was taken care of. And, and, and guys, if, if we ever need a volunteers, we need them now. I'm not saying we don't, that we stop serving, but I'm saying that we have to distinguish our moments of serving and our moments of serving. We have to distinguish the moments where we sit at Jesus' feet is because it's from those moments that we gain the, uh, the strength and the courage and the ability to actually fulfill the task that God has for us. And, and, and look, I'm saying these words because I've seen a whole lot of people running on empty. How many is running on some empty lately? Y'all know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's just, it's like, you know, we, we want to pass the gas station. And it's like the, the, the cars are just sucking down gas and our, and our bodies are literally sucking the energy. It's like, woof, it's gone, wore out, tired. And Jesus says, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden. So many times we, we're so busy that we don't stop and take a moment to just sit down and bask in his presence. We don't sit down and, and truly just allow him to, to just refresh us. Even when it comes to our devotions, we sit down and we're speed reading. Yes, Lord. Woo! Let me put that one on Facebook. That's a good one. Right? Lord, help us. And, and, and we do it. I mean, look, and thank you for being faithful to even speed read. But how is that affecting the depths of our humanity? How is that clearing and cleansing and purifying us to truly experience the presence of God in such a way that, that we're transformed by Him? I mean, look, the Bible says it this way, that the demons know Him and tremble. I mean, I, we, we sang the song, sang the song titled Tremble. And, and yet... The demons know and tremble. How much more should we know and desire Him and walk in Him that it truly impacts the depths of our being, that, that we, we truly want to be transformed, that we, we recognize, look, I, I think we get so caught up that we don't recognize this is God Almighty. This is not uh, some pie in the sky, this is not some little religion that we come into and we just patty cake to and high five God, we got this this is God Almighty, creator of heavens and earth, right he flung the stars he, 
he, he put the host in the heavens and, and to imagine that the host of heavens is on our side. And yet we walk around so distraught and so struggling and, and, and with so much turmoil and so much inner conflict and, and, and depression and anxieties. And look, we're in, in, in one of the worst nations in the world that takes antidepressants. 80, this is an old statistic, 80, I think it was 85% of all prescribed medications comes to this country. Of the whole world. What does that say about us? We, we, we find a problem. Look, Elijah made fun of me yesterday. He said, he's, Elijah spent the night at my house, and uh, he said, I don't have to take all those vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> he, he told that in the front of the wrong person. I opened my cabinet, and I spun the thing, you know. I got, I said, which ones you need, buddy? And praise God, I don't take any medicines for sickness, but boy, I sure take a handful of those vitamins, dude. I got, you know, everything you can think of. I'm trying to keep these little immunities up, right? But we, we, we get into the mindset that let's take this and let's take that, but how many times are we taking Jesus? How many times do we really just spend... Spending time with him and allowing him to speak into us and allowing the words of life to come to us. I, I, I read a few things this, this past week and that just really stirred me. And, and one of them was Job 2020. It says, because he knew no quiet within him, he does not retain anything he desires. I was like, that hurt God. I'm, I'm going to read it again. Because he knew no quiet within him, because he was not being still, because there was no peace in his heart, he does not retain anything he desires. How many times we're just like, Lord, why can't I, why can't I get any peace? God, why can't I just get through this? Why can't I just you know, have this moment of, of, of just relaxation without the phone ringing? Right? Without something happening in the family, without the job going haywire, without school, without the teacher giving me a bunch of stuff. Can I get a witness over here? No way. But isn't it true? I mean, we're so caught up in busyness. I remember in Mark chapter 4. It says, on the same day when the evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Somebody needs to cross over. Let us cross over to the other side. Now, when, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in, they took, hmm. <laughs> y'all got to hear this. They took him, a, a, big H, I, they took Jesus along with them. Where were they going to leave him? Let's cross over to the other side. Well, we better take Jesus, right? And they took Jesus with them. Thank you. And then 
in the midst of their journey, verse 37, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was all so that it was already filling. Wow. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And then he arose and rebuked the wind, said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? They feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Father, for a few moments, God, help us to find a place of rest in you. God, help us to find a sense of peace and recognize what that journey looks like for us. Recognize what it will take for us to get into that that arena of your presence where we find not only peace but strength to overcome every obstacle that we face. We give you praise in Jesus' name. There's a fallacy that, that I believe that is perpetuated by the church on many occasions. And that is this. That if you have Jesus with you, everything's going to be all right. Now, understand me. Don't crucify me yet. No stone throwing, tomato throwing, anything like that. But it's as if nothing can happen to me because Jesus is with me. I've got him in the boat. Everything's going to be all right. I mean... If you look at Habakkuk, you know, when the Lord told them in, in the book of Habakkuk, he look, I'm sending an army against you. He said, oh, it won't hurt us because we're yours. And the Lord's saying, no, I'm sending them to you. <laughs> they're going to run on your walls and run on your rampers. They, they, they're going to tear down your cities. Come on. And say, wait a minute, Lord, I don't understand. What? We get into the mindset that, that because we go through struggles and trials that we must be out of tune with God. That we must be out of place in our walk with God. Or, or, or God must be punishing me. What have I done? And yet in reality is, is God saying, look, I'm with you. This journey is going to have some twists. This journey is going to have some up and downs. This is, this is going to be a journey that's going to be a purification process. Come on. I mean... You know, when they're purifying something, we like to boil it, right? We call it the boiling point. And, and so we put it in the, in the kettle and we, we boil out the impurities. I mean, if you've ever been to La Mosquiti, the jungle, and, and you want to make some good coffee, you've got to boil the water good. I'm talking real good. I mean, you can't get coffee black enough, you know, to kill what's in that water. <laughs> I'm saying, Lord, I've seen the effects. <laughs> oh, Lord. But we, we, we boil that for purity. We want to cleanse it. Well, how much more do our lives need to be cleansed? I mean, it's great to talk about 
the power of God. And believe me, I'm all about the anointing of God. I'm about the power of God. I'm about the miracles of God. I'm, whoa, the heaven God. Fire. Whoa. Right? We want it, right? Well, a couple of you. But the reality is, is that even, even in our denomination, it says that we believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit subsequent. This is the part we don't teach very often. Subs subsequent. What in the world does that mean? Subsequent. To a clean heart. Oh, Lord. He doesn't go on to preaching now. I mean, we won't. The anointing of God. We want the power of God. We want to see the miracles of God. We, we want to see the gifts of God manifested in the body of Christ. But let me tell you, guys, we are getting to the, to the end of the end times. It, it is, Jamie's doing a class right now, and Grant Williams is the material. And we're actually going to have Grant Williams here uh, November, the 1st of November for a week teaching on the end times. It's going to be powerful. But we recognize that we are this close. I mean, you, you can't look around in our society and not think as a Christian that we are not on the brink of the end, of Jesus stepping out of the clouds of glory and saying, come on, guys, let's go. And, and, and so... We want to see, in this latter day, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We want to see God move, but yet, are we willing to prepare our hearts for the move of God? Are we willing to purify our heart before Him? I mean, I'm reminded of, of the bride, that there's ten virgins, right? And, and there's five that were unwise and five that were wise. Look. They were all virgins. They were all probably sitting on the front pew. Woo! Preach it, preach it. Come on. They pop probably all of them in it. Ready, mama. They was probably on fire, but it called five of them unwise. And I'm thinking, Lord, why were they unwise? Why were they not? I mean, look, they had their garments on. But you see, if you, if you correlate that with the bride of Song of Solomon, she was willing to get up and get her feet dirty. She was willing to get her hands a little messed up so that she, she could have her lights trimmed and burning. A lot of people want to look the look. A lot of people want to talk the talk. A lot of people want to clamor in the, in the feel goods. It's all great when we can shout and dance. It's all great when we can get up, woo! Yeah, them youths did great today, and y'all did do good. But what are we willing to dig into to truly uproot the things that have hindered us for too long. What is it that, that we, we really need to do to truly allow that peaceful place to come into a heart where we find the solace in God? What is it that we have to do? Because the thing is, is that there has to be a foundation of the fear of the Lord in us for us to truly experience the peace of God. I know that sounds 
diabolically different. Wait a minute, fear and peace. Absolutely. Because when we get to the understanding of knowing that God is God, He's got it all. He's got it taken care of. Everything. Come on, right? But when we don't recognize him, I mean, even Romans chapter 1 tells them uh, that those that he gave over to a, a futile mind were people who were not, they didn't recognize him as God, nor were they thankful. How many has been a little ungrateful lately? Somebody sent me a message this morning that was praying for me from North Carolina. A pastor in North Carolina sent me a message. He said, Pastor, he said, the gospel is truth even when it's correction. He said, the gospel is not always just the, you know, the be saved. It's also purify yourself. And the thing is, is that if we are not willing to recognize that he's God, then why would we fear him? Why would we? And, and look, I, I got to get, I, I think that too many times we've misunderstood the word fear, right? Fear is like standing at the Grand Canyon and, and, and you got your kids with you. And you're like, come here, son. Whoa. You look from over here. That's a big old hole, Right? Fear is like standing at the Grand Canyon recognizing, wow, God made this. <laughs> and to recognize that the, the awe of God, it's, it's kind of like we walk in to the house and we got this little, you know, schnauzer. Drives me insane. And it barks at everybody. But it has the special greeting for his true master. And that dog will run to her, and everything's shaking, jumps up in her arm, turns his neck, like a chimpanzee going off. And she has to console and, you know, I'm sorry I left you for two minutes. It, it's, it's like, but isn't that somewhat like we should be when we get into his presence, the awe of his presence? God, I've been out of your presence for two minutes. I just can't handle it no more. I just got to be with you. I, I can't make it without you. I've got I've to experience you. I need to hold you. I need, I, need to, I need to just love on you, Lord. I just can't help it. Right? And, and yet we have the opposite side. We, we're so busy with, with so much other stuff that we can't get what we desire because we're too, we're too clouded with other things. God comes in, and I'm not sure that we would recognize him if he showed up. Because we're so distracted. How, how often do we truly allow God to penetrate the shell of who we are? How often do we really allow God to just break all the chains off of our body? We just, just sit down and, shh, I'm not supposed to say shut up, and just be quiet and let God speak into our spirit. 
I know this is not, you may not be shouting, but, but the fact is, is that when Jesus was with them in that boat, you know what peace looks like? It's a pillow in the bow of the boat when the boat was sinking. That's what peace looks like. I mean, Jesus demonstrated what our life should be like even in its most hectic moments where he could sit in the bow of the boat and it's filling. I don't know about you, but where does the boat fill first? I'm kind of wondering if the, if the toga that Jesus was wearing was a little damp. Right? I'm kind of wondering if, if he's laying and there's some puddles under Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because it didn't say a little water was coming in. It said that it was filling. And Jesus was in the bow. of the. He's at the bottom, laid down. Let's go. And they came and they woke him. And, and Jesus, unexcited, maybe a little irritated. How many know Jesus can get irritated? I mean, he does say be angry and not sin, right? Uh, anger is a motion that we can have, just don't sin. A little frustrated? Guys, come on, really? I was in my third dream. It felt good. Why are you bothering me? And, and, and the Lord, don't you care that we're perishing? We're not perishing. I'm with you, right? You invited me in the boat. You know that I'm the master. You've seen me work. You've seen me do. What, what, what are you frustrated about? I mean, we're on this journey together. You just saw me perform some miracles, and now I'm in the boat with you. We said we're going to the other side. If I said we're going to the other side, we're going to get to the other side. Amen. Well, the winds are blowing. Can't you hear it? Well, yeah. He said, peace. He spoke to the winds. said, peace. I, I really believe that because it said he spoke to the wind and it ceased, right? I really believe that when he spoke to the wind, peace, that that's when the calm came. I believe the word be still was not for the winds. It was for the, the men on the boat. Peace. Be still. And that's where I believe we have to get to that place where we can say, God, I trust you. Even in this storm. God, I trust you even when I don't understand it. God, I, I accept the things that I cannot change. Right? I mean, I know the serenity prayer. I accept the things I cannot change. I'm trusting in you, Lord, because I, I can't change it. So what, what does my emotional exasperation, what's that going to do for me in the middle of the storm? It's only going to make it worse. But if I can look at Jesus and say, Lord, I trust you. And he says, peace be still. Well, I mean, look, if you follow the story, uh, you know, sometimes we put chapters and verses because that's what we do, right? 
But there's no chapters and verses in the original because the very next story is is they made it to the other side, right? And who met them on the other side? A demoniac. And here this guy is, he's going crazy. He's breaking chains. They can't tie him down. They can't hold him down. They literally, he's causing havoc to the whole city. He's living in the tombs, right? And Jesus, you know, looks at the guy and says, what's your name? Legion, for we are many. Hmm, I think we just talked about that. Too many things in our life. But there's one thing that we need. Too many things that we've allowed. Look, I'm not saying you're all full of demons. Don't go home and tell anybody that either, right? But I do believe we allow the influences of the world to fill us up so much that we are, we're living in death. We're living amongst the tombs. We're not, we don't have life. We don't have hope. We don't have goals or dreams anymore. We're just, if I can just make it another day. If I can just get through another day. If I can just, right? I mean, how many can testify with me right now? Y'all know what I'm talking about? If I can just make it another day. And Jesus looked at him and he cast it out. And when they left, here's this man who was so caught up in all of the turmoil, bound, living amongst the dead, sitting there in peaceful and clarity of mind, saying, Jesus, can I just go with you? Come on. Jesus, can I just go with you? And said, no. No, no, no. You've got to stay here and tell everybody what just happened to you. Right? I'm going to read this verse again, Job 20, 20. Because he knew no quiet within him, he does not retain anything he desires. I'm, clo- I'm, I'm close. Y'all better get up here. Somebody play the piano because I could, I've got, I told you I got five messages. Can, can, I, can I read you something that you already know? Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Come home. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my... Listen to this, guys. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. I don't know who Shirley is. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalms 107 verse 30 says, Then they were glad because they were quiet, so he guided them to their desired haven. Read it again. Then Then they were glad because they were quiet. In other words, they were still, they were calm, and so he guided them to their desired haven. Isaiah 57, 20 says, But the wicked are like the tossing sea. For it cannot be quiet. 
and its waters toss and refuse, refuse and mud. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down every argument and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing, in, bringing every thought. So can you say that way, bringing every thought? Bringing every thought. Say it again, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Guys, if there's ever a moment that we need to get focused, that we need to make sure our heart is pure, that we need to surrender to the fear of the Lord and make sure that He is our God, it is right now. Disciples, men, women, guys, we can, look, I had, I had one message and I said, Lord, if you want us to shout, let me preach this one. But God, I'm, I want to shout for shout's sake. I don't want to just be a cheerleader to pump somebody up. I want us to truly find the place where revival is birthed. And it's in the purity of your heart in relationship with Him. And look, guys, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying we've got to find a place We've got to take time to spend with the Lord. We've got to take time to recognize that, that He is God in every aspect of our life. Look, at your work, please don't complain. You are the light in your workplace. Is God God at your workplace? Then you honor Him in your workplace. Look, if your kids are driving nuts, don't complain. Is God the God of your home? Then worship Him in your home. Teach your children what that looks like. I mean, you can uproar, spew, be mad, but what have you taught them in the process? Look, when you make mistakes, own it. Right? Look at your kid, look at your child and say, look, you know what? I'm sorry. I truly, royally messed up. I shouldn't have done that. Maybe you watch something you shouldn't watch. You know what? We should have turned that off after the first line. We knew it was bad. Forgive me for doing that. Come on, guys, got to own it. If we want to be disciples and disciplers, we got to own our junk. We got to say, you know what, I've made mistakes. And you get it right. I've allowed the spewing and the tossing to affect me. I need to surrender to the Lord. Look, this is, this is the auditorium. We're, how many of you understand we're the church, right? This is just an auditorium. This is a place where we meet. We're the church. But even right here, there's a whole lot of mistakes go on. Because there's not one of us that's perfect in this place. That's why we declare everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus.
And so guess what? Even right here, when we mess up, if we say something wrong, admit it. You know what? I made a mistake. I apologize. Please don't, don't let that affect you in such a way that you lose your friendships, that you get offended and you give up on God and you quit and run. No, 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 no. We're broken people. Love somebody. Hey, Autumn, I'm picking on this. I'm picking on the guest. I'm sorry. Man, what, you said something and it just slapped me in the face. And I took it wrong and I apologize. I want to make sure we're in good friendship together. So forgive me for taking what you said wrong. Not that you said anything wrong. I mean, how would that be, right? I mean, the Word of God says if, if you go to the altar and your brother has aught with you, it didn't say if you have aught with your brother. If you go to the altar and your brother has aught with you, in other words, something against you, they're offended by you. I'm using King James, I'm sorry. And your brother is offended with you, go leave your gift at the altar. Go make it right. And then come back. Guys, it's the cloudiness. It's the, it's the, the stuff that the enemy wants to get muddied up in us. But we have to be careful to allow that stuff to affect our minds and keep us from truly experiencing the anointing of God. We can't say we want the power of God if we're not willing to prepare our hearts to experience it. How can you carry, I mean, the Bible says this, how can fresh water and salty water flow out of the same mouth? There has to be a pure heart. There has to be a mindset that says, Lord, nothing else but you. That's all I want. Lord, <clears throat> I pray that, that this morning, if there's someone with, with a turmoil, with something that's just eaten at their soul, they're struggling. And Lord, they really do need the peace of God, and they really do want the peace of God. But Lord, there's been so many, been bombarded by so many different things in their life. And, and Lord, I pray that today, I pray that today, they'll be able to bring that to the altar and lay that at your feet. That today, Lord, there's going to be a, a, a check in their mind, an alignment in their heart, a shifting in, in their spirit today that, that fresh anointing and fresh wind is going to blow refreshing into them today. Lord, I pray, God, for mothers and fathers who are in turmoil over their children. God, I'm believing that today they're going to be able to, to lay that at your feet and you're going to give them peace because you are sovereign. There's not no amount of 
of strife and stress that we can, that we can conjure up that's going to do anything different or anything more than what we can do on our knees before you. And today, I pray that we lay it at your feet. In Jesus' name, amen. If this morning that's you, if you say, Pastor, I need to lay some things at the feet of Jesus. I've got some things in my heart. I've got some turmoil. I've got some stuff that's just eating me up. It's been difficult. I'm struggling. There's not one person in this room that will judge you. There's not one person that will say, I can't believe they're having that problem. No, I'm, th that's not who we are. We're here to, to encourage, to support, and pray for you. So if you say, Pastor, I need prayer. I need to lay some things at the feet of Jesus. I've been overwhelmed. I'm struggling. Would you raise your hand right now? Come on, yeah. I know, man. I, God, come here a minute. He's going to be the first one that walks forward because I called him. I won't do that, dog, y'all. Y'all got to come voluntarily. I mean, some of y'all know. Some of you guys are new. This guy is, is a Jesus lover. But just a few months ago, He's got a daughter he's praying for him. Family's believing for him. Somebody came to his home to, to, to basically take his daughter. It's, it's, a, it, it, it's a rough situation. Shot through his house. Bust the window, shot the house, trying to shoot him. Went through his arm. Thank God he's a miracle. He's sitting right here. But you know what? Still loving Jesus. Still believing. Can we lay that on the on the let this morning on the table? Let's put it before Jesus. How many will join him? Say, I've got some things I want to lay down this morning. Would you come? Would you just make your way up here? You say, I want to lay some things before the feet of Jesus. I've got too much going on. I've got too many things that have that that are keeping me from entering in to really finding rest and I need the peace of God if you say I need the peace of God I need to lay some things down would you come right now come on por mis hermanos que habla español si hay cosas que quiero dejar al Señor ahorita es el momento que puede dejarlo porque Dios está aquí para ayudarte amén Josh, you don't know how it make me, makes me feel to see you right here, buddy. I need some folks who says, you know what? I've been exactly where they are. I know exactly what they're going through. And I want to believe with them. Would you come and you find a place behind some of these folks? Would you just join me in believing for these folks? Jesus said, Jesus said, I, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly.
stretch your hand this way as we pray we're believing a brother who needs reconciliation in his family we're believing for reconciliation right now Shout Jesus from the mountain, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness, over every defeat, Jesus for the family, I speak the whole world, Jesus.
pray that that today has been what you needed because it's what I needed tonight we have uh, we, we do a fourth Sunday evening service and we would love you to come if we, we have a little more traditional music um, but it's still fired up and we're ready to roll we'd love you to come out and join us tonight if you can invite some other folks um, let's come and continue our worship love you guys Vic, stand up. Stand up right there, Vic. Vic, if you want to see a little man get excited, you come tonight and watch this guy on that guitar. We're going to have a great time tonight. Um, we're, we're, uh, we've got a lot of things going. Get your bulletin. Make sure you're aware of, of all the good things going. We'd love you to be a part. We want you to connect and participate. Uh, we need you. We can't do it without you. And we just care about every one of you. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for um, just surrendering your heart to the Lord today. I pray that today has been challenging as it has been for me. And so God bless you. Love you. Go in the name of Jesus Christ. Be a blessing. And let the Lord bless you. Amen.